Hey G12 family, welcome to our podcast. We are so excited to have you here. We know this message will draw you closer to God's word, his will, and his way wherever you are. Enjoy the message. Hey everybody, welcome back to G12 Church Online. We're so happy to have you here. Thank you for tuning in, for listening, and for getting your heart ready to receive the word that God has prepared. We know that God is doing great things throughout this time, that God has been really supporting his people and moving us to pray and to get closer to him. So we know that every week, week after week, as we have church online, God is moving his people to draw closer to him. Today, I'm so happy and I feel so privileged to be able to share a word with you guys. The title of the message today is Don't Fall for a Counterfeit Life. I want you to say that out loud where you are. If you have someone next to you, you're going to tell them, don't fall for a counterfeit life. And what I've been really meditating on is the fact that the enemy tries to sell us. He tries to sell us the same things. He tries to offer us things, but they're based on illusions. Let me explain myself a little bit better. He tries to replicate everything that God offers, but he replicates it based on lies, based on illusions. They're all fake. They're all counterfeit. They're not real. I'll give you some examples. Now, have you ever ordered something online from a website, a foreign website? Have you ever had one of those apps like wish.com and they try to sell you something and it looks really cool on the app on the website and you're like wow this looks like I can use it and then you order it and it takes about three weeks to arrive and when it comes in it's completely different than what you expected it to be it's completely different than the picture that you expected to receive that's how the enemy works he tries to sell you something that looks great but it's based on a lie I'll give you another example. Um, as you can see, I am getting more and more pregnant every day. So now I'm about eight months pregnant. I have just eight more weeks to go in my pregnancy. And for those of you who don't know, when you're pregnant, you get a lot of cravings. And so sometimes you can see a picture of a food that looks really good. And because I'm pregnant, it looks even better than what you think it's going to be. So sometimes you see these ads, like let's say McDonald's, and they make the burger look so nice and juicy and beautiful. And then you go and you wait in this long line in the drive-thru, and when they give you the box, the burger's falling apart, the ingredients are coming out. It doesn't look the same as it does in the ad. These are all false advertising and that's how the enemy works the enemy works by false advertising he tries to advertise the same things that we can get from god but he bases them on a lie and so i'll give you guys an example the enemy tries to sell us for example love he tries to sell people the idea of love the wrong way and what happens is that people end up with horrible relationships they end up with suffering and heartbreak because they follow the lie that the enemy tried to sell them. The enemy tries to sell this idea of knowledge. And instead of following what the word of God says, people follow the lie that the enemy sold them. And instead of ending up with true knowledge, they end up with confusion, with mental distortion because the enemy fills their head with lies. And it's the same thing in every area of life. The enemy tries to sell us this idea of freedom 
right? Oh, you can do whatever you want. And then people go out and do whatever they want. And what happens? They end up with suffering. They end up with the consequences of their sin because the idea of freedom that the enemy tried to sell was based on a lie. And you see, Jesus told us that the enemy, that the world would offer us the things but based on a lie. He, that the enemy and the world would offer us the same things based on a lie. Jesus said in John chapter 14, verse 27, he says, my peace I leave you, my peace I give to you, but I do not give it as the world gives it. You see, there's a big difference between the way that Jesus gives to us and the way the enemy tries to sell us his lies. And so when we fall for the lie, we end up with nothing. We end up with an illusion. I'll give you guys an example. This is a little bit embarrassing, but I'm going to share this example anyways. I think this was last year, and I love sports. Basketball is my favorite sport. And so one of my favorite basketball players was retiring, and he was going to be playing his last game here in Miami. And I really wanted to go see this game. My husband loves sports too, and so I wanted to surprise him, and I wanted to buy tickets to go watch this game. And I found some ticket sellers online, but the tickets were super expensive. And so then I searched through other websites and I found a third party that was selling his tickets, supposedly season tickets. And I said, wow, this is like half the price. Long story short, I met up with this guy. He showed up in a fancy car, dressed in a suit, and I paid him the money for these tickets. And you know what happened? I got scammed. I got scammed out of my money. The tickets were not real. They looked real. They appeared to my eyes to be real. But when we showed up, we couldn't get in because they were fake. They were a lie. And you see, that's what happens with the enemy. It might look real, but it's not real. It's not authentic. It doesn't have any value. It's the same way with money. People that print counterfeit money, it looks real to the naked eye, but at the end of the day, you can't use it, it has no value because it wasn't created by the United States government. And it's the same way for us. The lies that the enemy tries to sell us, they may look real, they may look authentic, but at the end of the day, they hold no value because of who created them. That's where value comes from. The money that we use today here in the United States, our dollar bills, they're only valuable because of who created them. They're not valuable because of what they are. They're just paper, but their true value comes from their creator. And the same happens with us. True life, the value of true life comes from our creator, who created it. And that's what we need to understand. That's what I want to talk about today, that everything the enemy offers is a lie. It's counterfeit, so it holds no value. Nothing real, nothing of substance can come from these lies. And so today I want to motivate you not to fall for a counterfeit life, to always make sure you're getting the real thing because Jesus offers the truth. The enemy offers a lie. And so what I want to share with you today is in Matthew chapter 4. We're going to turn to Matthew chapter 4, and we're going to be reading verse 1 through 10. It says, 
Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the desert to be tempted by the devil. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. And Jesus answered him, It is written, Man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. And he said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in their hands, so that your foot will not strike against the stone. Jesus answered him, It is written, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. Verse 8, Again the devil took him to the very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I will give to you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. Verse 10, Jesus said, Away from me, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him and the angels came and attended him. And you see, in these short verses, we see some very essential truths. We find some areas that the enemy uses to tempt human beings. Some areas that deep down, because of our human nature, we all crave, we all long for in our human nature. And the enemy knows this, and he tries to sell us a lie based on these things. And that's what I want to talk about today. The first thing that we see here is that Jesus was hungry, right? He was fasting for 40 days and 40 nights. And he was in the desert. He had no food. And the enemy comes and tells him, hey, why don't you turn these stones into food? And so the first area that we see that the enemy tries to sell us a lie in is in the area of provision. Provision, right? In verse 3 and 4, we see that this is one of the most prevalent worries of human beings, of our modern society. We all want to know where our support is coming from. We all want to know where our security is coming from. We want to know where our next meal is coming from or our next paycheck is coming from. We all want that sort of assurance, right? And so the enemy knows that human beings crave for this type of provision and he uses this to tempt us to try to sell us a lie. And what happens is that we always try to figure things out on our own. You know, I think especially during this time, a lot of people may feel that way. Like, where is my next paycheck coming from? Where is the money for my next grocery bill coming from? And so on and so on, right? And the enemy tries to use that area to attack us, to sell us a lie. You know, in the Bible, the Israelites, God delivered them from Egypt and took them into the desert. And there came a moment where they were hungry and they cried out to God and they said, God, why are we here? We have no food. We're hungry. And God answered them and sent them food from heaven. But he gave them very clear instructions and he said, you're going to go out every day and every day you're going to collect enough food for that day. And some of the Israelites, they became worried. They said, what if God doesn't send us enough food tomorrow? And some of them tried to take enough food for the next day or for two days. And what would happen is that the extra food that they would take would spoil when they would hoard it. 
And it speaks a lot about human nature, right? Because what the enemy tries to sell us is the lie that we have to provide for ourselves, that we have to hoard and work hard and try to hustle to try to have enough for our own provision. But what God wants to teach us is that we have to trust him. The word of God says that we must trust him, that he is our provision, that he is our source, that he is the reason, he is the way that we receive provision. And that's what God wants to teach us. And you see, the interesting thing is that there's a conflict between the lie that the enemy tries to tell us and the truth of God. The lie that the enemy tries to tell us is, I will give you this provision. But the truth is that God, when we learn how to trust him, he gives us abundance. He gives us prosperity, right? Because the word of God says that his desire for us is to prosper us and that it may be well with us in every area, in our health, in our family, in our emotions, not just financially, not just monetary provision, but provision in every area that we may have abundance and blessing in every area. But that comes through trusting Jesus, through trusting him for our provision, that he may be our source and the fountain of our income. Amen. Now, the second thing that we see here is in verse six and seven. It says in verse six, if you are the son of God, Throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command His angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in their hands, so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. And Jesus answered him, It is also written, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. The second area where the enemy tries to bombard us with lies is in that area of protection, right? Of safety. We all want to feel safe. We all want to feel protected. And you know, this is one that spoke to me a lot personally because what the enemy does is that he tries to manipulate us through fear. And so what happens is that he offers this sort of protection that manipulates us through fear. Don't step out. Don't do this. He tries to make us stagnant. He doesn't want us to move. So you start to think and your mind starts to play games with you. Well, if I go out and do this, then the enemy will attack me. If I go pray for someone, the enemy will attack me. If I leap out in faith and take a chance, I might lose everything I have. And the enemy tries to sell you this idea of safety, but it's really complacency. But what God offers us, the truth that God offers us is so different because it's not through fear. The truth that Jesus offers us is that he gives us supernatural protection. He offers us protection even in the midst of adversity, even in the midst of crazy circumstances. When we step out in faith, he offers us protection. His word says in Mark 16, verse 17, he said that these signs, verse 17, it says, these signs will accompany all who believe. In my name, they will drive out demons and they will speak new tongues. They will pick up snakes with their hands. And when they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on the sick and they will be healed. You see, Jesus offers us protection 
when we leap out in faith, when we step out in faith to do the supernatural, Jesus offers us that kind of protection. Not a protection that makes us complacent, but a protection that gives us the assurance that we can step out in faith and do the impossible. Why? Because Jesus, through his blood, protects us in every situation. His blood is our protection. It gives us a hedge of protection around us, around our family. And so when we follow Jesus, we have the truth of his protection. The third thing that we see is in verse 8 and 9. It says, Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I will give you if you will bow down and worship me. You see, the third thing that the devil tries to sell us a lie in is power. And power is such a crazy thing because human nature, deep down inside, human nature craves for power, right? This is the reason why so many countries around the world are having political disruption, because when you put human beings in positions of authority, the power that human beings crave can make them corrupt. And so power is such a big enticement for human beings. And here the enemy tried to offer Jesus power. He says he took him up to the highest mountain and he showed him the kingdoms of the world and their splendor, right? He tried to entice Jesus with this sort of power. But what we see is that the enemy's lies, he, they try to sell us power in a way that is so contrary to what Jesus offers. You see, the enemy offers power, which is a lie, right? It's like you have to promote yourself and you have to show everybody who you are and put yourself on Instagram and on YouTube to show everybody everything you are and become this very powerful person or to be at the top of whatever your area is but what Jesus offers us what God offers us is influence and influence and power are so different right but they are completely opposed to each other because Jesus he said if anybody wants to be great he must make himself low he says if anyone wants to be first he must make himself last Jesus said the son of man speaking of himself has come to serve and not to be served and so Jesus offers us influence, but it comes through humility. It comes through being humble. In the meantime, what the enemy offers is power, but it comes through pride, through self-exaltation, through arrogance, and they're completely opposed to each other, right? Because when we follow Jesus, we know that it's not about us. We know that it's about Jesus. The Bible says that we must become less and he must become more. And this is where true influence comes from. When you follow Jesus and you do what his word says, you have the chance to influence the world. Look at the 12 disciples. They were ordinary men. They didn't have anything special. They didn't try to promote themselves. They followed what Jesus told them. They became low. They exalted Jesus. They always had Jesus in the center. And these men were able to transform the world. These men were able to change the world. That's true influence. You know, someone that I really admire 
and I don't usually do this. This is not really my style, but I really admire my husband in this area. He is so humble because he never seeks the spotlight. He always tries to do everything for God, and he doesn't care who sees it. He doesn't care if it's being publicized. He actually would prefer for people not to find out that he did it because he wants to make sure that what he's doing is truly to glorify God, that God receives the glory. And sometimes as a human being, it's so hard to keep that as a lifestyle that we always have to remind ourselves that what we are doing, that everything we do is for Jesus, that everything that we do is not to glorify ourselves, but to glorify God, to bring glory to God. Amen? Amen. Now, the fourth thing that we see here is the last thing that I want to talk about. It's purpose. In verse 9 and 10, it says, All of this I will give you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. And Jesus said to him, Away from me, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. You see, something that all human beings, we all want is significance. It's meaning. It's to know why we're alive, what we're here for. That's something that every person craves, to know what our purpose is here on earth. And here the enemy tried to sell Jesus this idea that he would place him above all the kingdoms of the world, that if he would only bow down and worship him, then he would give him all these kingdoms. And you see, Jesus knew what his purpose was. He knew that his purpose wasn't earthly. He knew that his mission, his calling was so much higher than that. And you see, that's the same thing that happens with us, right? We have to be able to acknowledge the difference between the lies that the enemy sells us and the truth that is in Christ. Because something so interesting, and I want to point this out, is that every time the enemy tempted Jesus, he started out by saying, if you are the son of God, right? If you start reading from verse one and finish the whole passage, every time the enemy tempted Jesus, he started out by saying, if you really are the son of God, and you see, that's how the enemy attacks us. That's how the enemy sells us lies. If he can cause you to doubt your identity in God, if he can cause you to doubt your calling in God, then he can sell you a lie. Right. And that's what he tried to do with Jesus. He said, if you really are the son of God, if this is really who you are, and that's what he'll try to do to us as Christians. If you really are a Christian, if you really do believe in Jesus and he tries to cause us to doubt and to not believe who we are, who our identity is in Christ, because if he can make us forget our identity in Christ, then we will have lost our purpose. And you see the difference here is that not only does Jesus give us purpose, he gives us a calling. He gives us a mission. A mission is so much higher than a purpose. It's for your whole life. It's not just for one area of your life, but it's forever. It's the purpose of your entire life is the calling that God gives you. And that's what we find in Jesus. That's what we find when we follow the word of God. And you see what happens is that the enemy tries to sell us these lies. He tries to sell us these illusions. 
but they're all so much less than what Jesus has for us, right? The Bible says that God's plans for us are so much higher than our plans for ourselves. And so the enemy, while he tries to sell us the lie of provision, the Lord wants to give us prosperity. While the enemy tries to sell us the lie of protection, the Lord wants to give us supernatural safety. While the enemy tries to sell us this lie of power, the the Lord wants to give us influence, true influence. And while the enemy tries to sell us this lie of just having meaning, the, the Lord gives us a true calling. And so, you know, I really want to emphasize this part, right? It's so important. Like, for example, the example I was giving you guys, why did I get scammed with these tickets, these basketball tickets? What happened? I was trying to pay less for something that was worth more, right? I wanted to cut corners. I wanted to pay less to get something that was worth so much more. And that's what happens. When we try to pay less, when we try to skip paying the price in Christ, then we end up with something that's worth less, right? Everything that's valuable is worth paying the price for. And your life with Christ is worth paying the price for. It's worth giving to Jesus your life so that he can give you so much more in return. And you know what? It's interesting because this has been the story for all of history. The enemy trying to copy what God does, but God is always the one true God. You know, in the Old Testament, the prophet Elijah, he, sa- he was the only prophet left. Everyone else was a prophet of another God, a false God. And they all attacked Elijah and they all came against him. And Elijah said, you know what? This is what we're going to do. We're all going to cry out to our gods. You cry out to your God and I'll cry out to my God. And the God who answers with fire from heaven, we will know that he is the real God. And these false prophets got together to cry out to their false God. And they cried out for so long. It says that they ripped their clothes, that they started hurting themselves. They did all sorts of things and nothing would happen. And it's funny because the Bible even says that Elijah started to make fun of them and say, look, oh, maybe your God is sleeping. Why don't you cry out even louder to try to wake him up? And nothing happened. And it says in the Bible that after they did all of these crazy things, Then Elijah knelt down and he prayed. And he prayed such a simple prayer. But the Bible says that God answered him from heaven and he sent fire from heaven. And that everybody knew that Elijah's God was the one true God. And you see, that's what we see. That the lies that the enemy sells are nothing. They're all fake. They're all illusions because our God is the God who answers from heaven. He is the one that has the truth. He is the only real God. He is the only one with the truth. And so we have to learn how to pay the price and don't fall for the lie. Don't fall for a counterfeit life. Make sure you always, always, always have the real thing, which is a life in Christ. And you know, the last thing I want to point out here is that this passage in chapter 4 of Matthew, it starts out by saying in verse 1, Jesus was led by the Spirit into the desert to be tempted by the devil. And you see, it's so interesting because a lot of times when we're going through these temptations, through these difficult times, we forget and we try to blame everything on the enemy. But here 
it says that it was the Spirit of God that led Jesus into the desert to be tempted by the devil. And a lot of times, God allows us to be in these situations because they're tests. This is where your character is built. This is where God forms you and builds you. Because what happens after Jesus gets out of this temptation, immediately after that, it says that Jesus begins to preach, right? And so these temptations, their formation, they form our character to take us to the next level in our life with Christ. And so if you're going through a difficult time, if you've been tempted in one of these areas, just know that it is a test, that your character is being formed. And remember, do not fall for a lie when you can really have the truth. Do not fall for something fake when you can have something real. Pay the price and don't fall for a counterfeit life. Today, I just want to pray for you. I'm going to ask you to close your eyes and pray with me. Lord Jesus, we thank you today. We thank you for this time. Thank you for your word. Thank you because we know that you are the truth, that you are the one true God and that you answer, that you are the God who does miracles. And Lord, today we want a real life. We want a true life, Lord. We don't want to fall for the lies that the enemy tries to sell, Lord. We want the truth that you offer. Today, Lord Jesus, I pray that anyone who's been tempted in the area of provision, Lord, that you may reveal yourself to them as their provider, as that source of their income, that source of their needs, Lord Jesus. Let them know today that their their income, that their supply does not come from themselves, that it comes from you, that it doesn't come from how smart they are or all they can produce. It comes from you, Lord. Help them to trust you. Help them to know that you are God and that you are the one that gives us everything we need, Lord. Today, I pray for the protection, that supernatural protection that you offer, Lord, that you promise to all of those who believe that even in difficult situations, even in crazy situations, that you would be our protection, that nothing, no harm would befall us and nothing would touch our life, Lord Jesus. Today I pray, Lord, and we just pray together as a church, make us a church with a humble heart, a church that wants to glorify you, Jesus. And you're just going to pray there and say, Lord, I want to be invisible so that you can be visible it's not about me lord it's about you and i want to glorify you in everything that i do lord i don't want to glorify or exalt myself i want to lift you up always in everything that i do lord let you be the center of everything that i do lord jesus and today i just pray for every person out there lord that you reveal your calling to them and if anyone has lost sight of their identity in you lord today i pray that you reveal it to them lord god that you show them how special they are who they are in christ who they are in you lord jesus that they are not just any average person that they are your children that they have a calling that they have a special purpose Lord Jesus. I pray today, Lord, that you reveal that identity in Christ to every person that is listening today, Lord Jesus. I pray for your people. I pray that they may have true life just as you promised, that they may have it abundantly, Lord Jesus, that we may not fall for a lie, Lord. Let us live always in the truth. In your name we pray, amen and amen. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for joining us for Church Online. And remember, Jesus offers the truth. Don't fall for a lie. Always fall 
in love with Jesus. Thank you so much for tuning in. Before you go, make sure to click the follow button so you never miss what's new. We would love to connect with you. You can follow us on Instagram at G12Church and share with us how this message has impacted you. Until next time.